Welcome, and thank you for listening to Sandy Creek Stirrings. I'm your host, Joshua Jimenez. And if you're going to win souls, you've got to love souls. In spite of their meanness, in spite of the way they look, in spite of everything, you've got to seek to bring souls to Jesus Christ because you love them, because Jesus loved them, and because Jesus died for them, and you're trying to bring them to the Son of God. The Bible says in Psalm 84, 11, my last verse, for the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. I based my whole life on that, that it pays to serve God, and I believe that with all my heart. God has given us a guidebook. God has given us a directional map, and that guidebook, that map, is the precious Word of God. Listen, don't just go and sit in the pew. Find some way to serve and serve as a family. Be a part of everything at church, and when you learn to love what God loves, um, your children will learn to love it as well. Homes are not that spiritually strong. We're getting overtaken by the world quickly, but unfortunately, we're pumping all the sewage in. You know, we're letting the world in when that ought to be a haven. Welcome back for another episode of Sandy Creek Strings. Glad to have you listening today. Of course, I am your host, Joshua Jimenez, and glad to have you as a listener of this podcast. Today we're going to talk about a very practical subject one that you can take home and use today if you are married. If you're not married, don't do any of these. And uh, But if you are married, these are things that you're going to want to put into your marriage because today is how to grow your marriage, how to fall more in love with your spouse every single day. These are very easy, simple things to do. I mean, literally, write them down. You'll be able to go home and use them tonight after work. Use them during the day today. You're going to implement these. I would encourage you, take one a day, maybe take a couple a day. Take at least one a day, put it into your marriage, and watch your marriage grow. These are things you can do. Today isn't the philosophy behind marriage. It's not, here's what I think about marriage. Today is, here's what you can do. Right? I mean, plain and simple, do this, do this, do this, and this will grow your love for your spouse. This will grow your marriage. This will bring your marriage closer and tighter together and allow a refresh within your marriage so that it can grow. If you're about to be married, let me encourage you keep this list on hand because you're going to have the wedding, and then in about six months, everything will change, and you'll no longer be on the honeymoon, and things will hit reality, and that first year will become very hard, and so you'll want to keep these. Trust me, it's not that bad, and uh, but you'll want to keep these on hand because you'll need these when you make your wife mad men then you'll need to do these. I mean, there's a reason the Bible said that for the first year, the uh, husband was not allowed to go to war. He was supposed to stay home and cheer up his wife. What's that tell you about us? And um, so these are practical ways to grow your marriage. If you missed this last episode, we just talked about keeping your ministry pure as a man. And one of the last things we said in that episode, if you want to keep your ministry pure, if you want to keep your purity in ministry, one of the things you should do is grow your marriage, grow your marriage. So I don't know how long today's episode is going to last. These are things that my wife and I personally do, and uh, not all of them, no, well, I don't know, maybe all of them, And uh, but these are things we do that I think are practical that, you know, I realize a lot of people don't do these. And so I think you should add them into your life. I think these will help you. And so if you get something from this episode, if this helps you, 
let me encourage you to send me an email. You can send that to Joshua at SandyCreekStirrings.com. Again, that's Joshua at SandyCreekStirrings.com. I would love to hear from you. All right, here we go. Something very simple. Here's what you can do. You want to grow your marriage? Go out on a date. Go out on a date. Yes, it's literally going to be that practical today. Go out on a date. Now, when I say go out, I mean leave the house. But that doesn't necessarily mean expensive, right? You can have a cheap go out um, on a date, you know? You say, how do you do that? Well, let me give you a couple ways. Remember, date doesn't always mean you have to eat. Now, you're a Baptist. That means you're going to eat on your date. and uh, But, you know, it doesn't always have to be about eating. So there's lots of different things you can do, but one of the things you can do is go out to eat. In one of our recent episodes, I believe it was episode number 200, we interviewed Dr. Arlo Elam. He told his wife when they first got married 66 years ago, he said, Friday night is your night every single Friday night. Nothing will interfere with that except a church revival or something like that. Nothing will interfere with it. We are going out on a date. One of the things they enjoy doing is finding hole-in-the-wall restaurants, so they try to try new places. That's great. I love that idea. Sometimes you just want to go to a place you enjoy. Sometimes the money's a little low when you go to McDonald's, right? But sometimes you can just go out to eat. Other times you can go to an activity, maybe go to a, a play. Other than that, I really don't know what else there is to do. No, I'm just kidding. Maybe go bowling. Maybe go to mini golf. Maybe um, go to a park. Maybe go shopping. You know, there's lots of different things you can do. You say, well, what's cheaper? You know, what's a cheaper date? Well, for six bucks, you can go down to the local, you know, uh, Florida State Park or whatever. If you're not in Florida, whatever park you have there, maybe a state park. And you can go there, throw in six bucks for your car, pack a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, take a hike, eat PBJs. There you go. A cheap date, six bucks. You add in four bucks for gas if you're close to a park. There you go. $10 date. You can't beat that. So go out on a date. You know, don't forget, you and your wife need that time together to get out together. If your wife is a stay-at-home mom, like my wife is, there are times where she just needs to get out of the house. And so that's important. Go out on dates. Next, stay home on dates. You say, doesn't that violate like the whole point of a date? Not necessarily. A date is time spent together to grow your marriage. It's about focusing on your spouse. And so staying home on a date, maybe you go into your bedroom, right? If you've got older kids, they can do their own thing. Go into your bedroom, lock the door, do some air fryer wings and a movie, and um, just have a date at the house. Maybe if your kids are younger, like mine, Every now and then, what my wife will do is, is we'll, we won't eat dinner. We'll give the kids dinner. We'll put them to bed at their bedtime. And then whenever they're in bed and they're finally asleep, the key is you have young kids, do not do this until they are asleep. Because when they start smelling the food and they hear the ice cream in the bowl, they will try to get up. So make sure they're asleep. And then we'll put in, we've done air fryer wings. We've done mozzarella sticks. We've done jalapeno poppers. We've done... Now, go get a pizza and set it aside until the kids are in bed. We've done ice cream. We've done all kinds of things. And that's a way that you can make it sometimes a little bit cheaper. You don't have to give tip, right? You've prepared the food yourself sometimes. You can stay home on a date. And uh, here's the next one. Stay up late and talk. Yeah, literally just stay up late and talk. You know how surprising it is how many spouses don't just talk? They used to love talking before they got married. They could have sat at a table and talked with their future spouse for hours and hours and hours on end or hours and hours on the telephone, but now they just really don't talk anymore. 
When's the last time you and your spouse sat down to talk, not because you needed a family meeting, not because you were trying to fix a problem, but just you wanted to sit down and talk? Talk like you used to before you got married and uh, maybe have some hot tea, maybe have some coffee, maybe have a Coke, maybe have something to drink while you sit there and talk. My wife and I, every now and then, we won't turn on a movie. We won't play a game. We'll just sit on the couch together. We'll drink some hot tea and we'll just talk. It helps to grow your marriage. It's communication. Next, play games together right? There's great, there's tons of great board games to do. There's classic style board games, you know, Trouble and and Sorry and Monopoly and Life and all those. And then there's more modern board games like uh, Pandemic and and Root and, oh, there's tons of great games you can play now. And uh, But board games are great. There's a little game that's not even a board game. It's called Clask, K-L-A-S-K, Clask. It's like this little magnet. It's like a, it's like foosball and air hockey in one. You'd have to look it up. It's really, really cool. My wife and I love that game. And something different. If you don't feel like playing a strategic board game, you don't feel like checkers, you don't feel like a card game, then class could be an option for you. I think it's worth the money personally. And I'd look into that one for your wife and you if you play games. Next, here we go. Cuddle on the couch and watch a movie. There you go. You say that, you know, Josh, that sounds, that doesn't sound very manly cuddling doesn't sound very manly. Go cuddle with your wife, man. Get over it. And a cuddle on the couch. I enjoy cuddling with my wife. And a cuddle on the couch and watch a movie. If there's any teenagers listening today, you're going to be totally freaked out by the end of this episode. And a cuddle on the couch and watch a movie. Find a movie you've never seen before. Find a movie you both really enjoy and watch it together. Maybe watch an old cartoon that you guys have talked about and you're like, remember that movie when we were a kid? And it's a totally dumb movie, but maybe you'll watch it together because it reminds you of your childhood. And uh, find something you both enjoy watching and watch a movie. Here's something that's along the same lines, but a little different. Watch a TV show or a TV series together. You know, like a show that has multiple episodes and multiple seasons. Watch it together. Get caught up in the storyline. Get caught up in the characters. Cry, laugh, do all those things. You know, watch something like, I don't know, Little House. You know, watch Little House on the Prairie. My wife hated Little House on the Prairie when we first got married. And we didn't have any kids. She thought, this is stupid. This is dumb. I was raised on Little House on the Prairie, so for me, it's right up my alley. And um, so, you know, Little House on the Prairie, Bonanza, all the Michael Landon stuff, that's what I was raised on. Um, But Little House, watch that together. And my wife, she hated that show till we had kids. Then we had children, and she started connecting with the emotions this young family was going through. And now she cries like every single episode. And uh, But watch a TV show together. Go through a series, watch it together. Next, read a book together. Read a book that will help you spiritually. Read a book that maybe is a novel. Read a, a biography together. A, a great one to read, if I can recommend, is The Hiding Place, Corey Ten Boom, talking about World War II and the Jews and the Nazi concentration camps. Great book to read together as a spouse, even as a family. This is centered on marriage, but uh, read a book together. That's always a great thing to do. Next, work a ministry together. I don't know if there's any way to grow closer in your marriage on the ministry phase than to work a ministry together. Go soul winning together. Work a Sunday school class together. Run junior church together. Start a bus route together. If you want to grow your marriage, trust me, there is nothing sweeter than a husband and wife who work a ministry together. You say, we don't have a ministry then you and your husband, you and your wife, you get together, you talk about it, say, you know, where do we think we could fit in? Well, we could go soul winning more. Well, we could probably help in junior church. 
Well, we could probably help, you know, passing out bulletins at the front and do it together. Work a ministry together. Next, ask ask each other personal questions. Ask each other personal questions. Ask them what their favorite color is. What's your favorite dessert? Favorite hymn? Favorite food? Favorite restaurant? Favorite store? You will be shocked at how many of those change, how many times that changes. My wife's favorite restaurant has changed like four times, and we've been married five years. Her favorite hymn has changed three times. Her favorite dessert has changed twice. Her favorite color has changed twice. Um, Her favorite food changes every single week, especially with how many times she's been pregnant. And so ask each other personal questions. You should know these things about your spouse. You wanted to know them before you were married, so don't quit learning about your spouse after you are married. And trust me, they change. Here's another one. Do some sort of act of kindness, like buy your wife flowers, right? Well, I'm too manly for that. I'm too manly to buy your, my wife flowers. No, you're not buying flowers for yourself. You're buying them for your wife. So how's, that doesn't even work. So buy your wife some flowers. Bring her a bouquet of flowers home from work. Um, buy your husband a favorite snack. Hmm. I hope my wife is listening to this episode. And buy your wife his favorite snack. Find out what he really likes. By the way, if you did the first one, you know, ask yourself personal questions. You can ask him what his favorite snack is and have it. And uh, But ask you. They say that the key to a man's heart is through his stomach. And so there's a great way. Next, learn about each other's hobbies. This is something that I see so many marriages have a disconnect on. Well, that's what my husband does. Well, that's what my wife does. Well, that's what my husband is into, but that's so stupid. That's what my wife is into. I hate it. You know, do something together and get involved in each other's hobbies. One of the things that I love about Tabitha is if I get into something, I'm one of those guys, I have a lot of knowledge about a few different subjects because I constantly switch things that I like. You know, one day I'm really into this and then Three months later, I'm really into this. And then three months later, I'm really into guns. And then six months later, I'm back into guns again. And that's just the way I am. I'm constantly switching subjects about every four, five months. I'm constantly into a new thing, new hobby. That's what I'm doing now. This is my jam now. And uh, that's what I'm constantly doing. But I love how my wife, Tabitha, she always wants to learn about these things that I'm into. When we first got married, I love football love football and uh, love watching professional football. And uh, my wife did not come from a home that watched football. They just didn't watch sports. And so she took an interest in what football was about. She sat down and she wanted me to explain to her, all right, what's a quarterback? What do they do? What's what's a penalty? What are these things? And she sat down. She even got, I think it was football for dummies uh, from the library and read through the book because she wanted to know about my hobby. Now, that doesn't always mean just because you take an interest in your spouse's hobby, that doesn't mean you have to necessarily do it with them. My wife right now is really into crocheting. I have crocheted before when I was a kid, but I have no interest in crocheting right now, <laughs> and I've got so many other things I want to do, and I don't know that any. I want any of my friends to know that Brother Josh crochets, and so I'm not interested in crocheting necessarily. But husbands, that doesn't mean you shouldn't take an interest in what your wife is doing. She's making blankets for all our kids, so I sat down with her one night, and we spent the rest of the evening after the kids were put into bed looking at crocheting patterns. You say, did you really enjoy that? Well, now I hope my wife isn't listening. Eh, You know, it wasn't my favorite thing to do, you know, looking at crochet patterns, but I did it because I love my wife. 
and it helped me to understand her more. I now know what colors she likes together. I know what patterns she does like, what she doesn't like. I know now about carrying through stitches and all these things. And, um, you know, it just meant something to my wife that I would take time to be with her and to learn something about something she was interested in. So find something you say, I can't stand that. I hate that thing. Learn about it anyway. Spend time with your wife, spend time with your husband, take an interest in their hobbies. Maybe your husband loves hunting. You say, I despise hunting. Learn about it anyway. That's what marriage is about. You want a successful marriage. It's about sacrifice. The love is sacrificial. Next, say, I love you often. I don't know that you can say, I love you often enough. Say, I love you. Never leave the house before giving your wife a kiss or your husband a kiss and saying, I love you. Never get off the phone before saying, I love you. Never start a day before you say, I love you. Never end the night without saying, I love you. Say, I love you often. Next, give a 60-second hug. There is science behind that. I'll let you look that up. But give your, give your spouse a 60-second hug. Say, hey, I'm going to give you a hug. All right? And give them a hug for 60 seconds. And especially when your wife is struggling with something, your husband is struggling with something, watch what happens when you give them a hug for 60 seconds. It'll blow your mind. Next, hold hands. You used to hold hands before you're married, which you shouldn't have, And uh, but hold hands now. Keep doing it. Keep holding each other's hand. Hold hands in the car. Hold hands while you're walking through the store. Hold hands in the restaurant. Hold hands and enjoy it. Next, go for a drive down a road you've never been on. Pretty easy, right? Find a road you've never driven on. If you live in a rural community like I do, that's great. We love going for a drive. You live in a city, I could understand why you would hate that idea. And uh, But go for a drive down a road you have never been on. You say it's dirty. It's a dirt road. There's puddles everywhere. All the more fun. You guys get stuck. You'll have a wonderful memory of trying to get out uh, together. Next, go for a walk. Go for a walk and uh, go for a walk down the road. You can do that in a rural community. I wouldn't recommend that in a place like, let's say, Fort Myers. And um, But go for a walk. Go Hold hands. Go for a walk together. Walk around the yard. Walk down the road. Go to a park. Go for a walk and uh, use that time together. Next, do devotions together. Do devotions together. Take a morning of the week. Say, hey, let's do devotions together this morning, and that'll help to grow your marriage. Here we go. Flirt often. Flirt often. Remember how you used to flirt before you're married? You used to joke with each other, used to pay each other special compliments and wink at each other and do all those things. Why'd you quit? Oh, we're we're more mature than that now. You know, we're in our 50s, in our 60s, and you know, we're just we're a little bit more mature than that. No, I think your marriage is a little bit more dead now than it was before. And uh, that's just the honest truth, and it flirt with your spouse. It's okay. It's okay to do that. By the way, it's okay to do it in public. It's okay to flirt with your spouse. Next, share your dreams and open your heart. Don't be afraid to tell your husband. Don't be afraid to tell your wife, you know, this is what I'd really like to do one day. You know, here's what I would really like for this project we're working on. I'd really like for this to happen. You know, I would really like, you know, one day to own that truck. Now, it may never happen, but you know what? Open open your heart up and share your dreams with your spouse. Why? Because you're confiding in them things that you're not going to tell a whole lot of other people. So share your dreams and open your heart. And by the way, Dr. Harold Seitler used to say that every man should die with a thousand unfulfilled dreams. It's never too late to have a dream. 
to have something that, you know, I want to do that. I want to do this for Christ. I want to do this with my life. I want to be able to do this. I want to be able to go there. I want to be able to have that. There's never too, you're never too old to have a dream. You should be a dreamer and share that with your spouse. Have dreams together. Here's one that's going to throw some of you for a loop. Play a video game together. Yeah, pull out the Xbox, pull out the PlayStation, pull out the Atari, if you still have one, and play a video game together. Play something, I don't know, play something retro, play something new, play something that one enjoys and the other doesn't. Teach each other a video game, race each other in Mario Kart, do something exciting, pull out the old GameCube and play Mario Party. And how many of you remember Mario Party on the GameCube? Wasn't that a great game? And uh, so play a video game together. Um, Look at old photos or family videos together. My wife and I enjoy going through Facebook every now and then and look at all the photos and all the videos we've been tagged in and just talk about memories. That's what photos are. They're, they're reminders of memories. And it's just such a sweet time to go through, oh, man, remember that? Oh, that was great. Oh, remember how small Liberty was? All those things. Look at photos and family videos together. Next, work on a project together. Work on a project together. Maybe you're going to do new landscaping. You're going to do mulch in front of the house, and you're going to put in, you know, um, timbers in front of the mulch, and you're going to put in little bushes and little knockout roses or whatever you're going to do, and you're going to do some landscaping in the front of the house. Do it together. Make it a project. Maybe you're going to paint a room. Paint it. Paint it together. Get some paint on your wife. It'll be okay. You know, clean. Maybe you're going to clean. Maybe you're going to do spring cleaning. Do it together. Men pitch in. Work on a project together. Here's one, and your wife, the, the ladies will love me for this. Fold laundry together. I get it. I despise folding laundry. It's literally like the worst job in the world. And by fold laundry together. You know, your wife's going to fold laundry. Just join in. Fold laundry together. Watch how it can grow your marriage and help you to love your spouse. Because when you sacrifice for something, you are proving your love for whatever that thing is. And when you sacrifice for your wife or you sacrifice for your husband, you are saying, I love you, not necessarily through word, but through action. So fold laundry together. Next, go somewhere new. I think this is obvious. We've kind of already covered this, but go somewhere new. Go to a new park. Go to a new restaurant. Go to a new town you've never been to before. Go to a new store. Go somewhere new. There's always something exciting about going somewhere new together. Go sniff candles at Hobby Lobby. My wife will love me for this one. And go sniff candles together at Hobby Lobby. Tell each other which one you like. Tell each other which one you hate. Uh, which one you hate. Men, if you're like me, say, oh, I love this one, and it smells terrible, and let your wife get a big whiff of it. And then you can laugh your head off in the aisle there in Hobby Lobby. And I love doing that. And so go sniff candles together at Hobby Lobby. Go visiting together. Visit another family in the church together. Go visiting together. Next, cook together. Make cookies together. Make a batch of brownies together. Do something. Cook. Make cookies. Um, I already said that. Make dinner together. Cook together. That can be some times you can share together. Uh, pray. Pray together. There's nothing sweeter than when a spouse's pray. Nothing sweeter than when a spouse, a husband and a wife, take time to pray. Um, take a day off to just be together. It's all right. It's all right to take a day off of work every now and then and say, you know what, I'm going home for no other reason than to spend time with my bride. 
I'm going home to spend time with my husband. He's got the day off today. I'm going home to spend time with him. Take a day off of work just to be with your spouse. Show them that they are more important than work. Next, sacrifice for each other. Do an act of kindness. We've kind of already covered this. Men, wash the dishes. Men, watch, watch the kids and give her some time. Get her honey list, honeydew list done with no complaints. Um, you know, do something for them and sacrifice for each other. Uh, compliment your spouse. Compliment your spouse. Tell them they look good. Tell your wife the food was good. Tell them they did a great job cleaning and organizing the house today. Tell them, they, oh, you are such a hard worker. I, man, let me take your boots off for you. Compliment your spouse. Compliment them. Uh, write them a love note and leave it somewhere they will find it. Write them a love note and leave it somewhere where they will find it. Wives, your husband is going to work. He's got a briefcase. Stick it in his briefcase. He's going out to work. Get up before he does. Run out to the truck and put a little love note in his truck. Husband, leave a, leave a love note for your wife on the bathroom mirror. Leave it on the bed. Leave it in a dresser drawer. Leave it in a cabinet they're going to open up. Leave it in their favorite coffee mug. Leave a love note somewhere for your spouse to find and watch what it does. Watch what it does. Um, here's one that, you know, we might have some teenage audience listening, and uh, so I'll keep this as PG-rated as I can, but can I just say... Keep the physical side of marriage active and sweet. Keep it active. Keep it sweet. It's okay, right? That's part of marriage. Uh, can I go so far as to say change it up every now and then? And But keep the physical side of marriage active and sweet. And um, that's all I'm going to say on this subject. And next, invest time in your kids together. You said, I, I thought this was about growing your marriage. I thought this was about growing your marriage. Watch what it does for your marriage when your wife, daddy, when your wife sees you investing time in your kids, when she sees you in the living room reading them a book, when she sees you in the, in the living room playing a game, when she sees you outside throwing the football, when she sees you outside doing those things, when you, when you take the family together on a trip. Uh, wives, see what it does for your husband when you raise your children for the Lord. And then not only that, but investing time in your kids together. Play a game together. Go outside together. Go on a trip together. Doing those things, that can help to grow your marriage as well. Because here's something you both care about. Your kids your most precious commodity, your children, after your marriage, you invest time in them. And that will help to grow your marriage. So there's a long list of very practical things to do to help grow your marriage. Hopefully those help you. If you have any questions, you can always email me, joshua at sandycreekstirrings.com. Again, until next time, keep looking up and keep stirred up for the cause of Christ. <laughs>